The Self-Made Life Podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I'm here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. I'll share a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to run and scale a business, branding tips, and I'll also be chatting with other entrepreneurs to share their stories and what it's like to be self-made. Hello, and welcome back to the Self-Made Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Wyatt from Monarch Design Co. And today I have a very new guest with me, Ruth from Little May & Co. Ruth originally reached out to me on Instagram, and I started learning more about her business and what she does. And I'm just so excited to have her on. So before we get started, we are going to do a little boss or bust moment. So Ruth, can you tell us, did you have a boss or bust moment this week? Maybe something that you're really proud of, or maybe something that didn't quite go as planned. Hi, it's good to be here, Ashley. Thanks for having me. Yes, I've come across a boss moment this week when I hit the most amount of sales in the month of October. (laughs) So it was quite a slow month for me. I was feeling a bit discouraged, but the last few days, sometimes it just skyrockets like that. And it gets back to me and shows me that, you know, all my hard work is being paid off. So that was a good moment for me after a slower month. I am excited, though, to push through with Black Friday and Cyber Monday and just the end of the year. Quarter four is just the best part of the year for many businesses. So I'm excited and ready to get through that. Awesome. Yeah, honestly, like, you find that too. Like, everything always seems to pick up like nearing the end of the month and you're kind of like, is this going to be a good month? Is it not? And then it, all of a sudden, it just kind of oh yeah, yeah. skyrockets. And I have more than more than one just like revenue stream. And so sometimes it's nice to have like a backup kind of if something's a little bit slower and working on certain listings and things like that and products aren't being seen, then there's also a backup. And so that's kind of my goal to to have more than just one revenue. And because, you know, owning a business is never consistent. So to always have some revenue streaming in. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so did I have a boss or bust moment? I definitely had a boss moment this week. I have been hiring for a project manager with Monarch Design Co. And I went through about 170 applications last week and did all my interviews and finally narrowed it down. So I'm so excited to be welcoming on a new project manager, which will really kind of help with this transition and next chapter of my business and of my life. So more on that later on, but yeah. So Ruth, introduce yourself. What do you do and how did you get into entrepreneurship? Yeah, for sure. So hi, everybody. I'm Ruth. I'm the owner of Little Man Co. Little Man Co. started three years ago after I had my first daughter. I feel like the introduction to motherhood was not what I expected. I was traumatized <laughs> and going through recovery and a postpartum surgery after I had a lot of time on my hands at home while I was healing in bed. I came across a small business just by shopping online and looking for bows and things like that for my daughter. And I realized that it would be something I would love to do myself. And being home with a little one, I wasn't thinking of going back into the finance world where I was before working a nine to five job. I didn't want to leave my little one at home. And so I thought about 
you know, starting my own business and what perfect niche to start in than a baby business when you have a little one at home too, and you are experiencing every sort of need and want that a mother would have. And so I feel like it's the perfect business to be in when you're actually experiencing it yourself. And so I have two little ones right now and being in the baby business is just my absolute favorite. I love that. And I mean, I feel like a lot of female entrepreneurs, that is how they get into business. They, that's how they start their their businesses, their entrepreneurship journey, because, you know, the nine, the typical nine to five is not flexible for the modern family who, you know, right. like both, you know, parents working nine to five and, and also raising children. So having that flexibility of working from home, building your own business, having the fl- flexible schedules to work around nap times and your kids' schedules and just being there for your kids. I mean, that's why I went into entrepreneurship too. I'm not quite there yet, but I will be come April. You will be. In my <laughs> first little one. So we're very excited. So yeah, what has been kind of like your biggest challenge with running a business and also, you know, raising a family? Well, I guess over time, I've learned to stretch in ways that I wasn't sure of. Just being a business owner is a roller coaster itself. And it has lots of changes, but it has taught me a lot. But I would say the balance. I feel like I want to be with my little ones. I am presently here. And sometimes my mo- my mind just like is never stopping. Really thinking about what we're doing next, ways to expand, ways to grow, outsourcing. It's like I want I want to be there with my kids and I find myself juggling a lot of, you know, business versus motherhood in in my every single day. I try as much as possible to have a schedule, a routine, but babies don't always go on schedule. <laughs> and it's up, it has its up and downs every single day. But overall, I don't want it to sound negative. I think it's the most amazing experience and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love being here, watching every milestone with my little ones. And the fact that my business is growing is is obviously a plus and that's that's a good thing and there's always people to hire like you were saying you can always have help and still continue to do what we love doing so that's where I'm currently at yeah I love that I've been like checking out your products we're going to be finding out if we're having a boy or girl soon either way like we're happy happy for a healthy happy baby so tell me a little bit like you you have like almost 400 products like Tell me a little bit more about how you kind of started to expand your offerings and your products and collection lines. For sure. So the, the first product that we started off with was the Ring Sling Carrier. It was actually one that um, I created for my for my first daughter. And when I started baby wearing, I was just amazed of how, of how incredible it was like it helped me so much and I wanted that for other moms and I was like this would be the first product that I would make and so I got together with my mom and she had the sewing skills um that we needed and we started to create ringsling carriers so that was our first product but as a mom I noticed the demand and the need for other essentials and our collection has just grown like that over time of course, listening to our customers and the demands that they have, the prints and the colors that they would request, 
it has grown through that way as well. But just by my little ones growing, they would start to, you know, develop different milestones. And I would be like, okay, this would be necessary. And I would bring it into, into the collection as well. So it has grown. There's quite a few products. And I feel like it does also have come with challenges having quite the, the collection. Whereas to which I want to branch into more, which ones aren't best sellers. And so it's just like a it's a total, I guess I would say it's a challenge just to have so many out there. But at the same time, I love having that option where everything is available in one shop. And so that's why I call Little May a one-stop modern shop. So you can find all your essentials and accessories for your little ones. And I want to continue doing that, even if it comes with more challenges and more work. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I would I would expect that like as your little ones grow, so will your products because they've like all those milestones have played an integral role of like building your business and your collection and all your offerings because you're noticing these like gaps in the market and you're creating things out of your own need. So I just love that. Amazing. What would you say is like your favorite product? It's very hard. (laughs) I love everything (laughs) we make. I think my favorite is multi-use items. I feel like moms can really benefit from that. Just having an item that works in different for different things. I think like our, our play mats are great. You know, they can be used from just when a baby is a newborn sitting on the sitting on the floor, you know, looking at the ceiling, looking at the fan, having a wooden play gym on top. There's just so many ways to go about having a play mat, having hardwood floors in my home. Like that's the first thing I wanted to have. I have a six month old right now and she's been playing on it for months and, you know, doing tummy time. And I've been doing monthly photos on it. Like I just love a multi-use product. So I'd say the newest item that we've been loving is the play mats and just the different prints that we offer. They're nice and thick and plush, and it's definitely something better than I've seen on the market. So I love that I can take something that I've purchased in the past and then make an improvement for a better product overall for for my customers. Amazing. I love that. Yeah, I'm kind of like diving into the baby product world, and it can be like so overwhelming. It's intimidating. I love having... (laughs) Oh, gosh. I know. I love having... All the research. Like all the... (laughs) Yep. So you mentioned before that like, you know, with, with being a business owner and, you know, not having that consistent like forecast of income, you you had touched on that you have multiple revenue streams. Can you share a little bit more about that and how that has helped you as an entrepreneur? Yes. So when I first started out, the first thing I wanted to do was create my own website. I didn't want to be on a different platform to sell. I feel like I made it legit. When I had my own website, I'd worked into creating a space that was my little corner on the internet and all my products were there. Once down the road, I realized that it's hard to bring a lot of viewers to your website. I mean, it has to be, it has to come from some, some place. And so Instagram is really great to drive traffic to my website, but I also needed def- different revenue streams. And so I started with Etsy. I guess I, I was a typical, um, person that thought, you know what, if your business is on Etsy, it's not a real business and you can't make a profit from there. And I was completely wrong. I went into Etsy. I invested into a course to learn everything about it. And we've been doing very well on Etsy and it has 
brought in a lot of revenue, I'd say a higher amount than my actual website. So at the end of the day, of course, I would like to have traffic on my website. But if someone has come across my page on Etsy and has found me, they can also follow me on social media. And then they would probably be recommended to my website through for future purposes. So it's a great place to bring new viewers to your shop. And that's what it's been doing for us. On a second revenue or a third, actually, e-commerce, Etsy, and then the third would be wholesale orders. And so if there's other retail stores or online shops that curate collections, they can also shop from us. And that brings in a different revenue as well. Now, there are quite a few revenue like wholesale platforms like Fair, for example, which you can go into, or you can just prepare your own website to have wholesale orders as well. There's different options there, but just wholesale in general has also been another revenue stream for us. So hopefully we can add on more, but for now we've got three and that is very consistent and it helps a lot. No, I'm like total advocate for like having your own website because that of course makes you look legit and, you know, more professional but having those additional streams like Etsy and wholesale orders just helps you to lengthen your reach to people that you might not have come across or they might not have come across your product. I know that I've found a lot of like small businesses and shops just from like shopping at like boutiques and like local shops that curate collections. And it's like, oh, this is so cool. And then I go on their website and, you know, go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, if you are a product-based business, like do not rule out Etsy or, you know, fair or other like wholesale revenue streams because they can be so, so beneficial in helping you to expand your reach and grow your business. The number one way to achieve success on Instagram is through consistency. That means showing up with high quality attention, grabbing valuable posts. Now, I know what you're thinking. It can be exhausting and overwhelming trying to keep up with the pace. That's why I've created 50 Instagram prompt ideas and 12 eye-catching Canva templates for you to use absolutely free. So all of the hard work is done for you. All you have to do is show up consistently, sit back, and watch your Instagram grow. Head on over to the link in my bio on Instagram and get your free templates today. So let's talk a little bit more about like the technical side of things. Like, of course you have a lot of products. What has been kind of like your biggest, uh, I guess like learning curve or thing that you have learned over the years when it comes to creating physical products? Okay, so in terms of the products itself, or would you say just overall what what that has taught me yeah like maybe it's about like forecasting and like you know purchasing enough materials or you know being flexible with like supply chain changes especially over the past couple of years okay yeah so it has come with a lot of difficulties I feel like just as we move on from the pandemic, it's quite different. <laughs> and it it makes me wonder, you know, should I still offer this amount of products? What should I cut down? I, I'm still in the midst of figuring things out, really. Not that 
products won't sell, but of course the cost of goods and everything is increased. Not only cost of shipping and things, but just the actual product and the margin itself has been a challenge for me. I've looked into, one thing I forgot to mention is we are based out of the U.S. So everything is made here. And of course that increases prices. Now, if we're looking at taking things overseas, what does that do when it comes to timeframes? How quickly can we restock items? What is our minimum order quantities? You know, how, how much do we have to order when it comes to big wholesalers overseas? And so that is time consuming one, difficult to find the right price. It's hard to trust manufacturers. This is kind of what I've been doing since the summer, I guess, trying to get down to finding the right manufacturer, going through samples and things like that. It's a hassle, but I believe that at the end, I will be able to get my hands in, in a great connection with a wholesaler that will be able to supply exactly what I need. So I think that's where my difficulties have been recently. And it's been a struggle. Yeah. Finding the perfect like premium fabric that I've been working with through the U.S., but still offering, you know, the same lowest prices that I would like to keep. Yeah. has been a challenge. And so I... I'm still working through it and I won't give up. I know over time it will help me once my order quantities increase as well. It will need higher numbers. And so having everything manufactured and delivered right to me will definitely cut down my hours of production. And I'm excited for that change when it does happen. Yeah, that's like the the whole thing when it comes to, you know, scaling a product-based business is like finding the right people to work with to outsource those items so that it frees up more time for you so that you can ultimately work on growing and expanding your business. Yeah, these are the growing pains. Of course, outsourcing and things like that, they will definitely cut down my hours. And so I'm hoping to move forward and be able to scale in that way. Amazing. I love that. And I'm cheering you on too. Thank Um, you. So (laughs) all the support, you know, shop local, shop handmade, shop small businesses, like a legit like person does a happy dance when you purchase from them. Like that is so, so true. So when you are doing your holiday shopping this season, please, please, please consider shopping and supporting local because it just means so much to them and, and their family. So what would be like your top three takeaway tips when it comes to starting your own product-based business? Maybe, you know, someone else wants to start a handmade business. What would be like kind of like those top top takeaway tips and pieces of advice that you wish you knew when you started? Yeah, for sure. Three things that I would tell myself before starting this business would be one, Don't be afraid to invest in courses. And so learning from the experts and paying for that is worth it. It's worth your time, your energy. Just think about how many things you could do in 24 hours if you knew all the knowledge and you could take away that information and put it into practice and put that into your business. Now, every step of the business has, I would say, difficulty learning the product learning your customer base your niche really knowing those things help a lot and so i feel like branching into marketing experts is a lot of help i remember at the beginning i was thinking you know what only big misses big businesses need marketing i won't get to that point and then i realized that that's what you need to rely on sometimes and having the set in stone so when those customers come to you you are prepared to offer them the exact 
code that they need to purchase, the exact price that they need, you know, the, the correct advertising. You need to get to your customers in the right way for things to work out. Sometimes I would think that, you know what, this is my product isn't what some people would want. It's not what they're buying this season. The price isn't right. And truly, it was just because it wasn't getting in front of their eyes. And so I was afraid sometimes to invest in ads and marketing itself. So I think those two factors are very important. And third, trust in yourself. That's a big one. It's all here. The mentality that you have um, is what takes you know you to the next level. If you believe that there is enough money in the world for your customers to come to you and purchase, then that is exactly what's going to happen. And so telling that out out loud will definitely bring a good mentality for you to continue working on your business. Because at the end of the day, if you're burnt out, things are not going to go well. And you want to have a positive energy when you get into something like this, owning a small business. It's a roller coaster, like I said, but you've got this. I love that. Yeah, honestly, like investing in yourself and your business and working on your mindset, really, really, really important as an entrepreneur and business owner. Amazing. So before we kind of end off, we, we are going to go through a rapid fire this or that. So first thing that comes to mind, you tell me which one resonates more. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. City or country? City. Mountains or beach? Beach. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Coffee or tea? Definitely coffee. Sushi or tacos? Sushi. Books or movies? Let's do books. (laughs) And call or text? Call. Amazing. Well, before we kind of sign off, please let's do like a little plug plug. Where can our listeners find you online? Where can they connect with you? Share your your links. We'll link everything as well, but where can yes, they find of course. You? So everybody can find us online at www.littlemayandco.com. We're also on social media at littlemayandco. And feel free to jump onto my DMs. If you heard about us through this podcast, I'd love to chat. Our community is great. It's full of moms. Everybody helps each other out. We always offer tips, deals, and I can't wait to see you all. Amazing. So we wanted to do something a little bit new for our listeners this season, and we will be doing a giveaway. So we will be giving away a Moss Stretch Swaddle, which is one of Little Manco's bestseller pieces. It's neutral. It's this gorgeous green color. It's, you know, gender neutral and very... It's a gorgeous color. I love it. I might actually purchase one for myself too. But what you need to do in order to enter the giveaway is to make sure that you are following Little May and Co. on Instagram, following the Self Made Life podcast on Instagram, and following Monarch Design Co. on Instagram, and share a screenshot of you listening to this episode and tag us in your stories and you will be entered to win this gorgeous stretch swaddle. All right. Well, I am so excited, you know, to see who wins this giveaway. And again, thank you so much, Ruth, for joining us on this podcast. I really enjoyed our chats and 
I'm cheering you on. I can't wait to see, you know, you grow in this next chapter of your business and life. And, you know, as, as a future mom, I look up to you, you know, having two kids and, you know, just seeing how you are, you know, growing your business along with raising a family. It's very admirable. So I really look up to you and I thank you so, so much for your time and being on the show. That was super kind. Thank you so much, Ashley, for having me. It was a pleasure as well. Amazing. Well, until next week, we'll talk then. Bye, everyone. Hey, before you go, I just want to express my gratitude for sticking around and being here and just listening to this podcast. I would so, so appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review, subscribe to the podcast, and tell your friends and family about it. Share on social media. The more and more that we get these reviews, we get these feedbacks from you, and the more you share, the more that we're able to reach like-minded listeners just like you and help to provide more value. So I would just so, so appreciate it if you could share away. And yeah, thanks so much for being here.